listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I have a very special guest with me today, my buddy Rev's, Rev Sven. I almost screwed that up. How you doing, buddy? Ah, uh, man, I'm doing good. I've been, I'm, it's been a while. It's been too long. Yeah, we were just, talk, we were just talking about that before we started the recording. And um, if you guys don't know who Rev Sven is, actually, Rev is actually one of my, I would say, one of the oldest people I've met. Not oldest in that way, but like longtime friends that's come from streaming. I think he's been through all my name changes game changes <laughs> yeah same vice versa too, yeah but yes a few name changes myself <laughs> yes and we'll get into that in a second but uh do you remember if i was already playing realm when we met or yeah oh yeah dude i remember okay. you were killing it on realm we but, even played we played like a game together and i was just bl- like kind of being like a hard backpack riding <laughs> riding that carry because in the in the beginning actually fun fact the very first podcast that i ever did was with you and roach yep that was the very that, that was the very first time i ever got a feel for podcasting i think we did like what two episodes three episodes something like that somewhere I, yeah something like that it was it wasn't that many we just couldn't i don't know remember what it was i think i think the same issues i run into with dads and gaming where we can't get everybody on the same schedule you know yeah because schedule scheduling is the hardest you know, part of all of it when you, it comes to group projects yeah because yeah, you have kids i have kids roach was always he's a, he's a firefighter paramedic so he's always rotating schedules so it's like it was hard to get it and then just kind of fell apart um but yeah I mean, we go back way way long ago so i'm gonna hand it to you for a second you know introduce yourself what kind of games you play the content you bring and then we'll get into a little more than that so you know, i'll let you go go ahead well, yeah, uh, as you said, I'm Rev Sven. Most people call me Rev for short. Um, a lot of my content nowadays is kind of just wrapped up in indie games. I uh, I play indie games a lot. Actually, a mutual friend of ours uh, once said that I'm a gaming hipster and I won't play anything that has more than 14 downloads worldwide. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> we were, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I come to like every time I play an obscure game and people come into chat and they're just like, "The hell is this?" I'm like, "I don't even know." Like I. I saw it released today. I saw it on Twitter somewhere. I was like, why not? Yeah, so that's that's like the majority of my content. Occasionally, I'll do uh, Dead by Daylight streams, but that's like a whole nother story. And uh, and then there's the, you know, like the occasional art cooking stream if I just, if I'm feeling froggy. I've seen one of those before, yes. Yeah, they, uh, they, they don't typically go well because I never go into them with a plan. And like cooking, if you don't know how to cook well, you kind of need a plan. That's a little bit. <laughs> Just, just a little. I almost just choked my harito right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, uh, but no, I was so your original game was, or I mean, name was um, if I get it right, was it Iron Road Gaming? Iron Road Gaming. Iron Road Gaming. Okay, so when we first met, I remember I was playing a game with Roach, so we can go through this in a, for a second. I was playing a Roach, and there's something that that Rev does, which is amazing to watch so so much fun to watch he has a character or what would you call on like on screen persona is that what you would call yeah, it yeah yeah he's like a yeah he's like I'd, I'd say a character is probably a pretty character yeah is, is, is at the time you didn't have a name for him at, no no at the time you didn't have a name for him actually you let the community name him zebo 
It's, yep. and it was all and in the beginning it was all it was all face makeup. So basically, he he does this this um, bit or like, what was it? What was the title? Like, once a month, Zebo's Playhouse or some or is it Funhouse or Playhouse? The Funhouse. Funhouse. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to mess it up. I want to make sure I get it right. Zebo's Zebo's Playhouse, and you know he does one stream, and it was perfect because you were doing Dead by Daylight with it too, which is great. And it is so much fun to watch because I always forget. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, you know, I want to mess up it. What's what's the um like kind of catchphrase you use about being weird? How do you say it? What what's your actual like speech you Normal give? Normal is overrated. Normal's overrated. It's okay to be weird, right? So yep. so I remember seeing him one day. I can't remember exactly how I stumbled across your stream, right? I can't remember why. I think we follow each other on Instagram or something like that. But then I, I remember I, I, I seen I, the stream of of Zebo before we called him Zebo, mm-hmm. and then me and Roach were playing together, and then he he goes. I think at the time my name was, was I can't remember if it was Glock yet or not, but uh, but he goes, hey Steve, yeah, you know Iron Road Gaming? Like, yeah, he does the clown, right? Or is, is it Zebo? And he, and I remember you were like, wait, what? How does yeah, he? Know? I, I, was, I was hanging out in his. I was like hanging out in your chat, and you asked him about it, and he he was like, oh yeah, I know Zebo. Like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, how do you know him? I was like, yeah, no, I seen it. You know, we, and we started kind of talking from then on, and you know, I will say, you know. Rev is so crazy because I don't think I've seen somebody do as many twenty-four hour streams as, as as you have. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had to, like I haven't done one in a while because it was getting to the point where I was like I could feel myself getting like physically sick. Dude, if pe- doing them. If, if people haven't done a twenty-four hour stream, and you can help me out with this one, mm-hmm. people don't truly understand because I've done three. Okay, I've done three over the course of five years. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like the first eight hours kind of goes by and you're like, oh, man, it's been eight hours. I just put in a full work day. You realize mm-hmm. you got eight, you got 16 more to go, dude. <laughs> yeah. And you usually hit that like slow point eventually where like all your typical, you know, your typical viewers are asleep or whatever. Yep. And you're just like real slow and dead for a while. And so you're just trying to keep yourself awake. <laughs> yes, it's it was hard. So for me, the way I, I did it, so if people don't realize this is kind of how this is how mine would go. I would start my my time at about nine o'clock, right? Eight or nine o'clock, and then you get your normal viewers in there. And around for me, midnight or one a.m., people start tapping out already. <laughs> You're not even eight hours in, really. And you yeah. know, but you got to go through the night. No one's really there, and you got you know, you just keep playing, do your thing. But you're not that tired yet because usually you prep for it, you sleep all day, right? And then, Yo. and then people start waking up, popping back in. But then you reach for me, it was like between the 12 and 16 hour mark. And you're just like, dude, I'm hungry. You know, even though you're already snacking on a stream or something like that, she's like, you're hungry, you're tired. You're not really feeling gaming right now. And you got to keep focus. And then I usually will get like a second wind around between 16 to 20 hours. I'm like, okay, I'm good again. Let's go. You get your, get some people on to play with you. People are in chat. You know, everyone's like loving that you, you've made this progress and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you hit like the 20 hour mark and you got four hours left and you're like just wanting to fall asleep in your chair. You're getting irritated. Like you're getting more irritated at things that happen in the game that you usually wouldn't get irritated with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You're sitting there like hoping that like maybe your Internet will go out. So yeah. You have a legitimate excuse yep. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would do the same thing, man. Like I, I ended up getting to the point where like the first one I did, for some reason I started at ten o'clock in the morning, which is the dumbest idea. Oh, that's horrible. I hit that like late time frame when everybody was going to sleep, and I was just like, Oh my god, this is this is horrible. Why did I do this? And then I started doing them from midnight to midnight. And that was like easier because 
because like, you know, at midnight, there are still a few people awake, but you're still so fresh that when they start going to sleep and everything, you can kind of barrel down and get, you know, get after it. And then maybe, you know, get some, a few new people in there. Now, back then though, back when we were doing 24 hour streams, at least we had like song requests and stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of goof with. Yes. <laughs> I found some weird stuff through that. Well, during think, those 24 hour streams. Weirdos come out at like 4am. My guy, I think that's what I, I used to do. I'd pop in there for a little bit, put some really like, Barbie girl on and stuff like that. And you're like, oh my gosh, dude, Glock, seriously. And, and then I and then I usually go pop back out because the kids are messing up. I come back again, put some like death metal on or something like that. Just, you're like, all right, all right, let's go. <laughs> the, yeah, you get that you get that hype back. You're like, yeah. all right, let's let's get this. It's like yeah. you, you had your kind of goofy fun for a while. You're like, all right, I need to take this serious now because if not, I'm gonna just get angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, because and there's this weird there's this weird thing with 24 hour streams where it's like. You know, staying awake for 24 hours in general is like not that out of the ordinary. You could, you know, if you're doing other things, but like sitting in Just a chair playing video yes. games, it, that's hard to do. It literally, I mean, as much as I mean, think about it, I did one, my first ever 24 hour stream was 24 hours of Realm Royale. I didn't switch at all. Oh, I didn't switch at all. But that was back when we didn't have bots really in the game. So it was like, no, right. But at the same time, it was like, dude, after like 12 hours of just one game, no matter how much you love it, it's like, dude, this is getting rough. I wish I could switch. But I already said it's going to be 24 hours of just this. So I got to keep going. Yeah, I was lucky enough to be able to switch from like Paladins to Rocket League and then yeah. eventually into Overwatch a little bit, you yeah. know, because that was like all I used to stream back yeah. in the day. Yeah, man, it was like. Remember the main the main things you used to stream was you you play a lot of Rocket League Paladins you were playing Paladins before I was playing Paladins and then uh, yeah and then yeah Dead by Daylight Overwatch now you know now I say we're gonna get into indie games in a second because I want to talk about TikTok but oh, uh, yeah. but real real quick the one thing I want to talk about too is you know how's your setup nowadays Oh God it is way you, better than it used to be I know I know I know it's <laughs> I know I know it's Pride Month don't take this the wrong way but are you still in the closet. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So, so for those of you who don't like th those that don't know my, my setup used to be like, I would, I, my stream studio is my walk-in closet, in my bedroom that I converted into this, this, uh, I'm doing air quotes when I say studio. Um, and I had like, like a bench with a tote, a TV, a webcam. My mic was hanging by my face by some string. It was, uh, it, it was your microphone attached to like a, a, some string attached to the ceiling and it, yep. That yarn's still there, by the way. I, I keep it, it there. It's awesome. <laughs> and I'm gonna cut you off, but it's 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 one of the things why I talk about with streaming is you don't need the best setup ever to get started. Nope. You know, nope and not. it's. I remember you sent us pictures one time. You were telling us about it, and like I think we recorded that podcast, and you pulled the camera or the the microphone into the frame. We seen the string. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> it was, yeah. and you and you sent us pictures of like, yeah, you had like you you were using your phone for chat, I believe it was. Yeah, I had one of yeah. those little pop sockets yep. on the back, and I hung yep. it on my TV because I was streaming from an Xbox. Yep, and then you had, like, this uh, little container box thing you used as, like, a little side table or whatever, like the little, uh, what was it, the little plastic, uh, those big totes. little totes, like, storage cases, and it was, like, and then I think you uh, you had, like, this big green sheet. You see your son's, like, head pop in every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so you see his little head pop in. Hey, Dad, what you doing? Yep, and, and that will still happen occasionally. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was you know that was like you said, and then you know like you said now here you here you are now you've you know you've had your time you know have 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 a community and stuff like that. You found your niche with the indie games and stuff like that. Which so the reason I say that is, dude, this man is killing it on TikTok. <laughs> I didn't realize you were at seventy three thousand followers. 
Yeah, I, I, I got, I'll be honest, uh, I got kind of lucky with a few clips that just like randomly got, like they went viral because um, the, the three big games that, that got me viral were Franbo and Little Misfortune, which are both Kill Monday games games, and then Not For Broadcast, which is um, a Tiny Build published game. And like they all, like three videos from those different games ended up getting like over a million views. One of them got like three point something before it kind of stalled out and and it just kind of blew up. And it's the only reason, I'll be honest, it's the only reason I even started uploading videos to YouTube. And now I'm in the YouTube partner program because of it. Yeah. Uh, it's like TikTok. TikTok for me has always been like, I never even really had my, I didn't even have like a username on there. I just would go through, scroll through the For You page and then get off. And then I posted like one clip. I posted like two Realm Royale clips back in the day, but they only got like, you know, maybe like 20 views or whatever. Uh, someone told me to just to try it. I remember I, I posted like three or four clips on there and then one of them hit like ten thousand. i'm like wait what the heck like <laughs> it's crazy how it can just happen you know yeah, like all you gotta do is all you gotta do is have those like first few people that see it like it or comment on it and it starts driving it in the algorithm they're, better and it's just like out of nowhere well, and their algorithm to me their algorithm to me is is, is something spectacular because the, the what i look at on there and like if i like a certain thing or this and that they kind of like already kind of know what you're looking for. And I don't understand how, because then I start getting uh, like, cause I love when people stitch stuff and where you take somebody's video and like you can, and it's, it's not usually their reactions, but when they add stuff to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's such a great thing to create content with. Um, and I, all of a sudden I start like liking one or two, maybe three of those. And then like next time I go on there, I get a bunch of them. I'm just laughing for days and they keep me on there because there's so many of them. It's like, but they know what I like. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah, all it takes is like you either uploading. So so the way like I, I've noticed because I've been ever since I got into TikTok, I've been looking like a lot heavy, like a lot more heavily into how things kind of operate. Like it's not like a set in stone algorithm thing. No, but I just kind of, you know, have been watching it. And all you've got to do is like it's simple, something as simple as like uploading a video with the hashtag. And, and like so, you know, if, if somebody stitches somebody it automatically does hashtag stitch with and then the username of the original video. And so you like that and it registers the hashtag stitch and it's like immediately, all right, this dude likes stitches. We're going to start throwing them his way. And it's the same if you upload because yeah. I've never watched any Apex Legends stuff, but I had a couple of decent clips on a on a stream I had and I uploaded them. And that's all I did was uploaded like two Apex Legends clips. And now it's like every three or four posts on my For You pages, Apex Legends clips. Yeah, it knows what it knows what you like. It knows what you, you upload. It's, it's pretty. Their algorithm is pretty crazy. I would love like a more in depth of how it works. Right, it's one of the it's one of the most mysterious ones. It's like the yes. hardest one to really get a beat on. Yeah. It's crazy. Like we've talked we've talked about um, on this podcast a lot about how like Facebook. When I went to Facebook, which is one of the reasons why people have seen me streaming on Twitch again lately, is Facebook brought in a brand new development team and their algorithm is just effed. Like mm. even my own followers don't even know when I'm live. Right, oh, like so I po I posted something the other day and I just just to show everybody. So think about this. So when I when I officially took I took the partnership and Mixer went down right, right. And, and this is like a broken record to people that are listening but for you you understand um, when Mixer went down we were automatically offered a partnership with Facebook I'm like well I'm gonna take it but I'm not a big fan of Facebook um, I'm not a big fan of Facebook but I'll take the partnership because you know partnerships a big achievement so it's like well, let's just give it a shot. Well, after, so that was in June, in July, August, and September, every single month, I averaged, averaged 1.8 million people reached a month. You're, ta you're talking about reaching 2 million people a month. So around October, I said, you know what? 
I'm going all in on Facebook. You know, I'm, I, I hit like 11,000 followers in three months. That's three times more than I had on Twitch in like three years. I barely hit over 2,000 on Mixer just to get partnership. I'm already at 11,000 on Facebook and they're pushing us this hard. I'm going to go full time. You know, not full time, but like, uh, thank God. But uh, but uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna go full in on Facebook, and that's where my, all my content's gonna be because it's also a social media platform too. So it keeps everything in one spot. As of like December, I barely reach fifteen thousand people a month, and I posted something the other day to show people that you know here I am with eleven thousand followers, and I posted something, and my analytics for that post in twenty four hours only reached forty people. So wow! I'm like, how is that even possible? Like on a on a website that people access daily, so it yes. should be getting pushed to your followers. Especially, and then like when I would go live, people would come in like an hour or two in and be like, "Dude, I didn't get a notification that you were live, but my bell's rung. You know, I have notifications on. Well, now notifications aren't working. All right, well, I'm back to doing Twitch during the week and then Facebook on the weekends. But also, I haven't really been, I haven't really been streaming because I've been, you know, I mean, my podcast has been getting more views than. You know, my live streams and, you know, with, and you understand with having kids and stuff like that, timing is everything. So it's like podcast, as long as I put one out a week, like I usually do, I do, I do, I do my usual weekly episode on Thursdays and then I do like interviews like this will be out on Mondays, you know, but it's like, you know, when those are getting more views in your live streams, it's like, okay, I'm kind of shifting a different way now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's, but, that's how YouTube was for me after, um, like, uh, I, I got access to stream, the Side Night and Happiness Freak Apocalypse game that came out uh, like the day before it came out. And I took the video and uploaded it. You know, I just took the video of the stream and yeah. uploaded it to YouTube. And it, I mean, it's sitting at like, I think 14,000 views or something right now. And I'm like, I never got any, I'll never get anywhere close to that many views on Twitch. Like, and, and, I, and you get to do YouTube. And like you said, with your podcast, you kind of, Get to do those on your own time when you have the time to do them instead of having to adhere to a strict schedule on when you do it you just have to have a schedule on your release yeah and that's and that's kind of like when i tell everybody you can expect one no matter what every thursday there will be one mondays are are scattered because it's 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 trying to find time to get people on here make sure like your schedule works and stuff like that and a lot of people are a lot of people that I have coming on here are like full-time streamers. So it's like, no, my stream is my, my, my income. I have to, I can't like, you know, make any exceptions. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like trying to work all that out. It's okay. Well, that's why Mondays are different than Thursdays. I keep those right. separate for a reason. So you got to find your like niche and stuff like that. But, but it's one of the things where, uh, yeah, with the algorithm and stuff, you know, they brought in like a new dev team around October, uh, October, and I don't know what they did. And I mean, it's, it's gotten bad enough to where like, you know, everyone knows who Z-Laner is. He's like the top Warzone player. I was looking this morning, he's playing in this big, huge tournament, and he chose to stream it on YouTube rather than on Facebook. Mm, that, that that's tells you more, almost everything you need to know right Yeah, there. that's not good cool. when your, your, top, your top earner is choosing to stream this big, huge tournament on a different platform because he knows that his numbers might be scuffed. Now, here's a question for you. Uh, do you think that might play a role in why Facebook made the announcement on the 100% revenue share? Thing? Absolutely. 100%. So? Yep. It, make, it makes sense now to yep. me. I mean, now that you're saying this, it makes perfect sense. So there's, so. there's, um, so when Mixer went over there, they made an announcement to everybody um, that they will not take. So when, okay, so if people that don't know, on Twitch, when you sub for $4.99 a month or gift a sub for $4.99 a month, 
we're seeing what is it like two dollars and twenty something cents of that yeah it's a, it's a shade less than half they say it's half but you don't get the yeah half. it's you just a, a yeah. shade under it, yeah it's like two i want to say it's like 240 or or tw- yeah. i can't remember what it is but it's, it's just under half so your five dollars is actually the streamers only getting half let's just say half so you're getting like 250 let's just say that so facebook announced in august of 2021 they're not taking a single dime now they take from stars because they have to pay iOS, they have to pay Android and stuff like that, where you buy them from on the phone, which is why usually on desktop they're usually cheaper, but they still take a little cut out of your stars, which is like their bits. That's that's their, their currency. Mm-hmm. Um, but your any subs that you get, you get one hundred percent of that. So then we're like, okay, that's cool. And then now we're running this issue with Facebook partners like giving up partnership. Um, there were some so their affiliate programs called Level Up. Uh, there's been some level up part uh, that uh, streamers that got accepted to the partner program that actually saw their numbers go down as a partner and asked to be put back in level up because they were getting better numbers and viewership and reach as a level up rather than a partner. And it's like, you know, again, I, I, I continue to preach this because since I've been partnered on Mixer and partnered on Facebook, that being a partner does not mean instant success. But when, no, absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, I've seen people that have gotten partner and instantly try and go full time, and then realize they made a huge mistake. Oh yeah. You know, you're gonna have a lot of hype. Your community's gonna hype you up when you first go full time, and help you out. But like, you can't. I always say you can't expect them to donate the same money every month. They're not technically your paycheck. I mean, yeah. you don't know what people are going through and stuff like that. So it's like when. But when you're you become a partner, you think you've you busted your butt on this platform and this and that. And when they're actually damaging your numbers more than helping your numbers, there's an issue, you know. Oh, 100%. Because I still believe. I mean, I love what Twitch has done lately. If we, you know, if you talk, seen it, if you go to the category now, it it's not default highest viewers to lower viewers. It's recommended. They have an algorithm now where it's like recommended. Um, they have it. They have it set up to where when you go to like, if I go here, I'm actually on my computer right now. So if I go to like Warzone, it actually defaults to. Uh, mine, de- I don't know why mine does, but it's sorted by recommended for you. And the first one is Tim the Tatman. I watch him all the time. But then the second one is only somebody with like 500 viewers. And then the third one's Symphony at 5,000. But then the next one, it has like 100 viewers. So it's like normally they'd be like pushed down the bottom of the list, but they're actually up there for whatever reason. So it's kind of helping small, quote unquote, smaller streamers out. But rather than just doing the straight highest to lowest. So right. it, you know, and I think, I think, man, like, I think people want to constantly rag on Twitch, you know, like, like, especially people who are on Twitch want to constantly talk about they need to do this better. They need to do that better. They, and, and we don't really necessarily see all the good that they do, like through social media, because we don't celebrate the wins. No, know, like we don't we don't see them it, like people that are constantly trashing on Twitch. Like, do does Twitch have the problems? Yes, but literally every platform has them. This whole uh, this whole thing you were talking about with the partnership program on Facebook, a lot of people were seeing something similar whenever the TikTok Creator Fund first came yes, out. Yes, I so I was seeing complaints about that too. Yeah, yeah, it was almost the exact same thing. Now I'm not seeing that near as much anymore. I'm not seeing that at all anymore. But I mean, and, and it may not have been TikTok doing anything on purpose. It may have just been something busted in their program, and we yeah. don't know. We don't know. Well, and yeah, we can we can sit there and voice our our kind of you know opinions on things and how things can be better. But if we don't celebrate the wins, what would even drive them to want to do better in the other areas? Well, the best the best thing about that, the best example of that is Mixer. So Mixer, you know, I've talked about this many times. Is 
everyone knows the allegations that came out against Mixer, right? About with the mm-hmm. um, the racism inside the company and stuff like that. And I still that. <sighs> It wasn't the exact reason they sold. There was already a deal in place. They were actually talking about selling it to YouTube and Facebook. And then they kind of used that as like, a, okay, we were going to sell this by September anyways. We're just, we're just going to sell it now before it loses its value. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you don't process a sale that big that fast. Yeah, so like, so basically they called Facebook on on, on probably over the weekend. was like, look, we're just going to sell this thing on Monday. And, and they let us all know in a tweet. <laughs> I found out from a tweet. <laughs> yeah, that's that sucks. But the thing is, so you think about it, they're like, oh yeah, well, Mixer had these these racism issues, blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, what happened? Like a week later, we find out that there's like some some kind of sexual, uh, not assault, sexual harassment scandal with somebody high up in Twitch, and nothing was being done with mm-hmm. it. And then we've heard we've heard stories about things at Facebook, and it's like, do every platform has their their issues? The same way people complain about their jobs, like, oh, my job has this, this, I hate it, blah blah. blah. Every place has their issues. Uh-huh. I mean, and it's like, but and, like, and like they handle those yeah, issues. Yes, we we but not people, we not we. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling my words. We're we're not we don't see how they're handling it really internally because it's not really called upon to have like oh now we need to have a press conference on how we dealt with this employee or whatever, right? But it's like right. same same thing with Twitch. Twitch goes down, people come like Twitch goes down all the time. Like, dude, you know how many people use Twitch? Like, it's going to get overloaded from time to time. It happens. Facebook has gone down and Facebook is the biggest social media out there with over almost 3 billion people on the platform. It happens. Right. You know, I've been on a live stream before and it kicked me off because it got overloaded and the whole site went down. It happened on Mixer when, you know, it's like the, these issues happen everywhere. And the same thing people, people talk about, Oh, well, Twitch is so oversaturated, which is true because it's the main one. It's, yeah. That's where it's, everybody it's, is. It's the main one. They have so many, I did. I did an episode on this too, where like if I had to choose one platform, if, if every if every platform offered me the same exact contract, what would I choose? I'm like, I would choose Twitch. They have this. Yeah, the, they just they have the viewers. They have the viewers, but they also have the simplicity and how easy it is to give subs and, and bits and the hype train and like it's just you know it's very mm-hmm. smooth how they use how they do it. But like I said, every platform has their issues and it need to be dealt with. There's no, there's Absolutely. no platform, there's no platform, you know, even social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, everyone has their issues. Like one of my favorite ones, one of my favorite ones was, um, you know, people, when I went to Facebook, they're like, I, I would get an Instagram DM saying I would watch you on Facebook, but I can't support that company because of, because uh, of this, this and this. Right. I'm like, you, <laughs> me on Instagram. you're on Instagram right now. <laughs> then, you know, Facebook owns them. Right. Like. Yeah, you really like just like the same thing with like you know with like you know like because I'm part of that that little spectrum where like I I understand the quote unquote censorship and like shadow banning certain people and all this other stuff, but it's like every platform does it, and you also realize the people that are talking about this are still using the platform. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, so they're using the platform to talk about the platform. Yes, I was That's like, like you're... remember when uh boycott Twitter was hash- was trending on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Yes. What? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hang on a second. You're you're saying boycott Twitter, but yet you're puffing up their tweets by posting boycott. Tw- it it's just it's just one of those things where like you know you look at kind of like society nowadays and people don't truly think about the things that they're doing. Where like no. me, no, I'm not a fan of Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not a fan of Facebook and some of the things that Facebook has done recently. But at the same time, it's like I put all that aside as you know. Well, I'm sorry, as a streamer. You know, you're trying to find growth. You're trying to find an audience, you know, in community members and stuff like that. When I'm getting, when I'm averaging like 2 million people a month over, 
you know, on face on Twitch, I was only getting like one follower a day. And here I am. My entire stream is flooded with followers. Yeah. I'm going to go where the crowd is. You know, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? It just makes sense. It just sucks. That I got kind of screwed over on the, on the tail end of it, but it's like, you yeah. know, it, 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 it honestly, now that's opened a door for me with, with what we're doing right here is this is, this has actually become more of a passion for me than actually like just live streaming because I can go on there, play a game and not worry about it. I can go on there and actually promote the podcast and stuff like that. And like I said, when you look at how many views on your, on your live stream there was, and then you look at the listeners on your podcast and I see more listeners you know over here it's like i'm putting my focus more over there because people are enjoying that more than watching me play a game that you can go watch thousands of people play you know mm-hmm. that's just me you know because there's also like right now and you know yeah you play indie games so you have way more of a choice in games to play uh right. like yeah, for, like, for like me my niche is a genre as yeah, opposed to a game exactly me it's like there's no shooters out there like back when i was playing realm that i want to play every single day you know, like if I want to play Warzone, I was like, dude, there's th- everyone's streaming Warzone right now. So it's yeah. like it, I'm in a stalemate right now with games where it's like there's nothing that I really I'm not passionate about waking up saying I got to grind this game. I got to go get this. I got to achieve this. There's, you know, so it's more of a I hop on there to hang out with the community more than actually like push rank, push, you know, kill death ratio, whatever, you know. But uh, speaking of indie games and TikTok, we got kind of off track, but there was a clip. That you post on TikTok that, which is actually I wasn't even follow. I didn't even know you were on TikTok. This actually came across because you're contacting my phone. You know how that that happens. Oh yeah, yeah. So you came across and I too I started dying because this is it's such a it's such a hilarious thing of like who you are and how you are. You're playing your indie game and all of a sudden you're like, what's that moaning? And you turn around and there's a dude on the little spinning wheel like like with a gag ball in his mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, what's that moaning? You hear somebody going, Ooh, and you turn around, there's this dude like strapped to this like spinning wheel you would throw knives at pretty much. Yeah, he's and like, then, you want to strap in? Yeah, <laughs> you, and then you click on him, it pops the gag out of his mouth. He goes, you want to stra- strap in? You kind of go, you go, kind of? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that had so many views too i was dying bro. so dude. that right there so that game one thing ever since i started kind of shifting some focus to youtube i've started trying to first off like i will find a game that i'm like all right i think this will be good and the first thing i'll do is see if jacksepticeye or markiplier or Corey kinch or any of these other like big youtubers that play indie games as well have played it and if they haven't i'm like i've got to do this because i get sick and tired of it on TikTok all the time. Do y'all remember when Markiplier played this? Or yeah. Y'all remember when Jack played this? I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to play something that none of them have played. And I played Solar Panic, Utter Distress. And it was hilarious. Like It was full of like the most obscure random stuff. And it, it, it produced that clip there. And, uh, and I swear, man, like the second comment I got on that video was, man, somebody should get Markiplier to play this. I'm like, listen, I'm yeah, screw it. I deleted the comment. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you got, you got like you know people just promoting other people on your stuff, but dude, that was that that to me, I'm like that is literally the rev that I know right there. That was hilarious. <laughs> now, I did, uh, uh, one one story I do want to tell. I do want to tell the story about TwitchCon if you don't mind. Oh God, here we go. Let's so, do it. <laughs> so, so TwitchCon was what day did you get there? The Wednesday uh, or Thursday? I got there on Thursday. Okay, so for me, TwitchCon always happens in like October as I'm coming up to my anniversary at work, so I don't have time off. So 
I, I, you know, it was in San Diego. It was about eight hour drive for me. So I remember I tell, told these guys, hey, as soon as I get off work at 12 o'clock on Friday, I'm going to drive down there. I'll be there about eight or nine o'clock. So then I remember I got text from you, I think six, six in, if you guys don't know who six and nine or nine is, um, saying that you guys were at some, some bar, right? So I, you know, my mom, want, she, she tagged along. Don't, let me explain it for someone called me mama boy. She found out I was going to San Diego. We have family down there. So she goes, Oh, can I go? And then I can go see so-and-so. I'm like, fine. Just don't have to drive by myself. I'm going to make her drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I brought her, I brought her with me, dropped her off at the hotel, let her check in. And I went straight over to, it was straight over to the bar. How many shots were you already in? I have no idea. I lost count. Sixon and several other people were just buying drinks left and right. There were there were giant disco balls full of liquor, and people were just handing me straws. Uh, I was like, "All right, then." I probably, dude. By the time you got there, I was probably like double digit shots in and drank to, like shared like two of those disco balls. By the time you got there, it was because I I ended oof. up I ended up pulling up to the, to the, to the bar or wherever we were at, and big old crowd, and then. I think you guys were actually walking outside, and I see the way you're walking. I'm like, "Oh no!" And yeah. all, and then he, you see me, and his hands go flying. He goes, "Glock!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say we went inside for about 45 minutes, and then you were you were just basically out of it. You were done. I, I fell asleep on that table. Yeah, yeah, you fell asleep on that table outside. I think we got you and somebody else into an Uber and took you back to the hotel. Then I stayed there for probably about another. I think me and Sixteen were out for like about two hours or something like that, and hung out with some people. And then, I mean, I think we saw each other at TwitchCon for a little bit, and then uh, we all didn't you didn't you take somebody's badge? I took six. So okay, yes, yes. I've actually I've never talked about this on a podcast. Okay, so I wasn't a hundred percent sure if I can go to TwitchCon because of my vacation time. So when I went to order a ticket, they were already sold out. Even the one days and everything, they were all sold out. I couldn't, Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't get in. So then um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go there to hang it. Because the whole point for me going to, I mean, after I've been, I've been to TwitchCon, High res Expo. I've been to DreamHack. The the events, I'm not really there for the people selling the products or anything like that. I'm just there for to meet people, you know, like you and Sixin and meet them, meet each other in person and hang out, right? Absolutely. So, you know, me and Sixin went out uh, after you left. And then he made a comment that he doesn't care about going to the event. So he asked, or so he goes, here, just borrow my badge. You know, so I walk in with, you know, as my name says, 6909. I remember I met some, uh, I met some developers from, from, uh, Realm and Paladins and they go, I don't recognize that name. I'm like, oh, this isn't my badge. And then they, they both go, oh, these aren't our badges either. <laughs> Cause they weren't what was even funnier. What was even funnier is six and decided he wanted but, to come. Yeah, so we ended up sneaking his yeah, badge so, back to him. You were hiding from staff. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So basically what happened with that was six and decided he wanted to come in, but everyone's already like, you know, I'm already inside meeting people that were there. You know, people were, you know, from the realm community were there and wanted to meet me. And so six and texts me. I think he might've texted you too and asked about getting the badge. So I'm like, okay, here's what we got to do. I remember I went over to a booth. I went over to a booth and I got a, uh, they had a Twitch lanyard. So I grabbed the Twitch lanyard and I had my sweatshirt and I tucked the lanyard with nothing attached to it in, into my sweatshirt and around my neck to where you would assume I have a badge on. And then every time staff would walk by, I would turn my back to them so they wouldn't look. 
All they'd see is the lanyard. Because I think you're the one that ran. I think you're the one that ran the badge out to him, or I can't remember who ran it out to him. But somebody ran. It was me. Yeah, yeah. So you ran. You grabbed the badge for me. Ran out to him while I went to grab the other lanyard. And then from then on, it's like I had to be careful where I went because when you're walking out of the main floor room, they're they're like looking at your badges. So I had to be mm-hmm. com- now I had to be confined to the main floor. And someone's like, "Hey, come outside." Nope, I can't. <laughs> I'm not like, get- I'm not getting back in. <laughs> yep, that dude. That was dude, that was so funny. It that was, was like a, a sneaky move. It worked. It, it worked. worked. I mean, like if. I mean, there's no way that they're going to check if that's actually your Twitch account and stuff like that. But when Sixton actually decided to show up, it was like, oh, that threw a whole wrench in the plans right there. Because he was—he <laughs> told me he wasn't even going to show up to the convention center. He just was like, hey, take He the- was super hungover. Yeah, he, dude, he was ripped. I mean, it was actually worse the next night when I... I I'm, not, I'm not proud of it because I don't, I don't drink, but I passed out in his bathroom. <laughs> Mm. I don't know if you ever heard about that one. Telling me about yeah. that. Okay. I remember you told me about that. <laughs> yeah, I think we were talking about meeting up for breakfast, and I passed out in his bathroom. Actually, to the point where actually this is funny because my I totally forgot that my mom was even down there. She texted me at like four in the morning, wondering where I was. <laughs> oh no! Because I and I totally I'm like, why is she asking? Oh crap, she's at the hotel. <laughs> I, I forgot she was even there because I, I never saw her. Because I remember I went back to the hotel at one point to take a shower. In the you know or whatever, and then she was already gone because she took the car and left, and went and went to my cousin's house or whatever, who's like a three hour or two hour drive away. And so I totally forgot that she was even down in San Diego. So when she texted me asking where I was, I woke up like literally on the floor of his bathroom. I guess I guess he needed to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I had the door locked. <laughs> and he could just hear me snoring, and then uh, I woke up and I'm like, oh, oopsies. <laughs> That was, that's one of the things where I love I love conventions and stuff like that, dude. It's just so, so much fun seeing everybody in person and hanging out and stuff like that. But I actually had the yes, I think I sent it to you before. Where I had the video of, of talking to you outside the bar, and you're just out of it. Yeah, it's, he, he were like, "How are you doing?" I was like, "Bad," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with like a big smile. Yeah, you're all like, you're all, yeah, big huge smile. Your arms are I forgot who you were with. Who, who, what was his dwarf was with was us. It, was a dwarf? Angry dwarf king. Yeah, because he yeah. was what he carried me upstairs essentially. Yeah. Back at our Airbnb, dude. It was so bad. It was fun fact. That is uh, so in my entire adult life, that is the only time I've ever thrown up was that night. I have never thrown up in my entire adult life except for that night. Dude, that I remember we went out. Yeah, we went out. I went to hang out. That's before I joined Quantum Gaming. Uh the only ever like stream team I've ever been a part of. And no offense to them at all, but it's also why I won't join one again. I've had I've done an episode on this before too about stream teams and and unless it's like a real team, there's really no benefit to it. But they all wanted to meet me, and you know, their their whole thing was how exclusive it was, and this and that. And then then we met up at a bar, and they were like, "Dude, they were all so wasted and stuff like that." And then right then and there, the dude invites me to the team. <laughs> he was wasted. I, I think I remember you telling me about that because I remember you telling me about uh, about meeting up with the quantum. Yeah, and they're and they're cool, dude. They're different places. They're so dude. The people that are on the team were amazing. Were, were absolutely amazing too. I mean, but they're so cool. Such down to earth guys, but like the thing was in the realm community, everybody wanted to join them for whatever reason. I had no intentions of really joining them. I just went there to go hang out with them, and then we're sitting there or whatever. And six and six and kept buying them beers and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, they invite me to the team. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that was right after the TwitchCon party, wasn't it? Yeah, like after, it was right after yeah. the concert, after after the Logic concert, which I also snuck into as well. Oh, so. I didn't know you snuck in because I saw six in like so, almost the whole night. I remember he had so, two beers in his hand when we found out that Logic was going to be there. 
and he almost dropped him. So ba- <laughs> yeah, so basically what happened with that, I got in for a little bit. So I got in while I was outside. I could hear Logic on stage. I'm standing I'm standing like right outside the entrance, and people were leaving. And then I, I got into a conversation with somebody, and then he borrowed somebody's badge because they, they wanted to keep their badge, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember we walked in. They let me borrow somebody's badge, and he and the guy went with me. Like I borrowed like his girlfriend's badge or something like that. And then as soon as I got in, you know, he took the badge back and then walked out. But I didn't get as far as I needed to get because realistically, oh. uh, so we got to like the concourse, and then he turned around and left. And then they were checking like the badges on the concourse before we went down to the seats. So I, I walked around as he's performing. I'm like, I can see him from the concourse, but you can't get anywhere else without the badge. So I was just like, well, I really can't see much. They keep staring at me too. Cause I'm standing there like, like trying to call Sixon to see if he can bring me up somebody's badge. And then uh, he wasn't answering. And then they kept, I mean, they, they literally just kept staring at me. Like, What's this dude doing up here? Like logic's performing. He's just standing here by himself. So I was like, yeah, I'm out <laughs> before I get caught. <laughs> they're about to start asking questions and I don't they, have answers. They, so they pretty, I need to yep, get out. Pretty much. You could tell this one guy was about ready to start asking me questions. So I just turned around and walked back to the exit and just walked out. So I like I said, I saw like maybe three songs of his in the very beginning and then I walked out. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, so that was actually the fun, uh, the first time I had ever even actually heard any of Logic's music. Like I'd heard of him and a lot of people were fans of him. And that was like the first time I'd ever actually heard any of his music. And, you know, we didn't know until we were all already in the stadium that he was even going to be there. Um, Here's a little backstory for those that weren't at TwitchCon. It was supposed to be Lil Nas X headlining with, um, who was it, uh, Blink-182 doing co-headline. But Lil Nas X backed out, um, citing mental health issues that he was burned out. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, he went on this big, huge tour. He went on this huge Mm -hmm. tour. Old Town Road was still blowing up, and then yeah, he backed out. I remember that. And then yeah, yeah. I remember. I think I think like wasn't that wasn't that a surprise announcement about Logic too? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like like it, as far as anybody knew going into the actual concert, it was just going to be well, Blink One Eight Two is going to headline. Lil Nas X isn't going to be there. And then like while we were in the stadium, Twitch puts out an announcement on Twitter that logic flew into town and is going to be performing and you could tell when it happened like when the announcement happened because it was between sets because there were like a, a you know some edm djs and stuff kind of doing opening act stuff and then out of nowhere you just start hearing people gasping and starting to cheer and scream and we were just like what the hell's going on you know what? i remember that because i remember being on twitter seeing tim the Tatman post a picture with them so everybody kind of already assumed because he was in yeah. town yeah i remember that no, it's actually Blink One Eighty Two actually screamed out during their set "F Mixer." Yeah, that was. And they yeah, got in trouble. They dude, got in trouble for that. They were, dude. They were trying to be so like they were trying to work the crowd in such a like an '80s professional wrestling way because they did the F Mixer thing, and then they were just like, "Oh, we're at Petco Park. This must be where the Padres lose." And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Well, that's, <laughs> and it's like, well, it's you're actually talking f- to a bunch of nerds. Like nobody even watches. Like nobody reacted to that because nobody watches. Well, have you baseball. ever have, have you ever seen the um? The interview logic did about that show uh uh-uh, i haven't seen it <laughs> he he was like being so nice about it I'm not, I'm not a huge logic fan i'm a huge fan of logic but like his music for me it's just not uh, there's certain songs i like but it's not like oh my god i love this guy but i love the, his personality and like people were asking him about it he goes i'm not saying it was a bad show 
But he goes, I was out there. He goes, you can probably find videos of it on YouTube. And he's trying to hype the crowd up. And, like, the, the crowd really isn't going the craziness that he's used to. You know? <laughs> he's like, he goes, dude, I was sitting there trying to get them to wave their hands. They weren't really waving them at first. It took forever to get them to start going. <laughs> he was like, it, it wasn't that much energy. <laughs> I was like, I didn't oh, see yeah. that. But a lot of people were, like, already burnt out because they spent a lot of energy. So, like, you know. At TwitchCon, the first night, uh, where what they call day zero on Thursday, they had like the Discord partner party, which yes. is like the most, like the best party of the weekend. Like, that's what I everybody could have says. Just done that. Oh, it was amazing. And like, I went, I went uh, with Anime for Humanity. Like, I went as a representative for them. And uh, it was, dude, it was insanely fun, but very taxing. And then Friday night was when everybody did their own meetup. So come Saturday, a lot of people are just tired. Well, like I said, that's that's the whole thing with the with these these conventions is the convention isn't even the main focus. It's really not. Nah. I mean, that's why realistically, like I I've told people before, if you want to go and you, I mean, I'm not opposed to people just getting the one day passes because I've been to three Twitch cons now and by I mean you see everything day one pretty much and it's so expensive it's, it's the most expensive convention by far I've oh, been to. It's, it's expensive it's very expensive and then like i said basically it, it, i mean the only cool thing for me was at the time i was working with op seats and stuff like that so i was able to go over to their booth and talk to them in person about certain things and um it's one of the reasons why i have like six gaming chairs in my house <laughs> I, I have one OPC one that has an issue, but uh, for some reason I can't get a hold of customer service. Yeah, I, I wonder. I is. wonder why that is. <laughs> no, 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 OPC OPC was great, but the, you know, they uh, yeah, so they they had to close shop because they were getting all their stuff from overseas, and then when they put all those taxes on it, they really because everyone wondered why are their seats only two hundred two hundred fifty dollars for the quality. Yeah, because I yeah, that's I was talking to Sean, uh, Sean about that in. That was what he was telling. He's like, man, yeah, I asked him, I was like, how things, you know, how are things going? You know, we just, ch we would chat on Instagram from time yep. to time. And he, uh, he was just like, man, honestly, he's like, it's, it's tough right now. He's mm -hmm. like, these tariffs are killing us. Yep. So when, the, when the tariffs came in, they were trying to get everybody to bring everything back to the United States and stuff like that. That really, it, it, it really hurt their business because almost all their parts came from overseas. It was, mm -hmm. it was it was kind of promoted as a, cause I, like Sean, I still talk to Sean to this day. I, I love his beard, but <laughs> <laughs> well, he, but he's living it up now. If you see that on Instagram, he's just, you know, yeah, he's basically yeah, just he's traveling the world right now. Well. Yeah. He's just chilling. But yeah, that really screwed OPC. It's a lot, which really sucks. I love doing them for giveaways and they, they, they did so much for me and, you know, sponsoring like three giveaways for chairs and stuff like that. And, you know, and it was, it was really cool, but, but that's for me. Like I went to OPC and I talked to like some high res people and you know I go there. But it's like I don't really care about walking around seeing all these Astro headsets and all this other stuff. I'm just there to meet people and meet you know people I play with or people who watch me or I watch other people. I'm not gonna go stand in line for three or four hours to meet Tim the Tatman. <laughs> no, dude. Okay, so really funny story about Tim the Tatman. I had heard like you know whenever I went to TwitchCon, I had barely been streaming over a year. And I didn't even know what Twitch was before I started streaming. So I didn't have a lot of experience. So I had heard the name Tim the Tatman, but had never seen him. Never heard, you know, like never watched his stuff. Didn't know what he even looked like. I assumed he had tattoos. That part I was right. Um, but after the TwitchCon concert, me and Angry Dwarf King, Rarch, Jessica, and a couple others were standing outside of the venue trying to figure out what our next move was. And because uh, I was supposed to go to the emo night LA thing. Oh, I remember but that. Yeah. 
yeah and i was just like i really don't want to go because again you know by then i'm just exhausted i don't want to go to this thing and so we're standing there and all of a sudden like there's this other group next to us or whatever kind of like standing off to the side and i hear this guy from a distance just yell oh my god tim and the group that was next to us kind of looked and they just like dipped out i was like the hell this guy come rolling up to me he's like hey you know tim the tap man i was like that one of those guys was tim the tap man <laughs> and, what? Uh, yeah yeah he just, and he looked at me like i was stupid i was like i had no idea man i was like if i'd have known him i'd probably left with him right yeah <laughs> i saw two feet that weekend had no or not two feet uh what's that guy's name the tfu tfu that one yeah tfu's the cheater on apex yeah uh tfu yeah tfu i, I saw him because he had the whole like scooter gang thing i was going gonna on. i was gonna ask about that what were those called do you remember I, I don't remember what they I, like the are you talking about the scooters themselves? Yeah, the, the scooters themselves because they had the lime ones and the bird ones, I think. Okay, the two that they I think had. it's bird because I think bird sounds familiar because I remember going to the bar with the quantum guys and then seeing one of them right out front. And I doubt I remember trying to download the app and someone had to help me download it. Let's just put that in perspective <laughs> there. Um, and Sixin, who is known for bad ideas, telling me not to do this. And you can actually scan the, the little QR code or whatever on the scooter and you can rent the, the motorized scooter. And those things don't, they don't go very slow. <laughs> no, no, they actually zip. Like you it, wouldn't expect them to go as fast as so, they do. Yeah, so Tfue had like 100 people going through the streets of San Diego doing this. And then I, I didn't know anything about it. And, but then I found the scooter outside that bar and got on one and just took off. And then six, I remember six and trying to call me like crazy. Cause then they couldn't find me. Dude, oh. I was zooming. I, I don't know how I didn't get hit or fall off because I was flying down the road in, in the state of mind. I was still like, this is a bad idea. How am I going <laughs> to stop this thing? Those things were going, those things were going dude. And then just flying across intersections and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was funny too like like whenever i saw him i had no idea who he was but i was with uh my buddy codenamed lucas you met lucas i think that yeah, yeah i met lucas yeah yeah i was standing there with him and he just looked starstruck i'm like what the hell i was like who are these people and he was like he's like that's tifu and i'm like what which one he goes the one that looks like a fortnite character i was like oh okay. <laughs> yeah he looks he looks like the, the default skin for fortnite yeah i was like oh okay <laughs> so i like i had seen a few really popular people that weekend had no idea. Oh yeah, no, it's it's you, you. It's so funny around there. Like you don't, you can have like these really popular streamers walk around like no big deal because, like one of my favorite people is American Dad, and mm-hmm. he he averages you know anywhere from five hundred to a thousand viewers per stream, and you know he's pretty popular and you know very popular on social media. He has a he has a lot of great content, especially on Twitter. And he's just walking around and no one's running up to him or anything like that. Every once in a while, someone will go up to him and say hi. I remember having a, remember having like a 30-minute conversation with the guy. Absolutely amazing human being. And it's like you think that, you know, people will be surrounding these people. Other than like Tim and Tfue or Ninja, I think, just went to Mixer at the time. Yeah, so I he, don't think Ninja. I don't, I don't think Ninja or Lupo either one were there. Uh, no, Lupo, Lupo, Lupo was there because, only because I remember he was standing like three people away from me. I didn't realize... Why the, the shroud. shroud? Shroud Shroud was not at that one. No, he was not at that's that one. Was. But everyone that's was mad was. about that because he lives in LA and he's only like a three hour drive away. Yeah. Dude, I have a theory though on why like most of them don't get crowded like that. And I think it's because like streamers are way more timid. Yeah. Than than people realize. Like, you know, well, they put on these big personalities on camera, but then you get in person and they're just 
a good majority of us are kind of like shy to a degree, especially meeting some of like some of the people we consider closest friends for the first time. You know, like we can be kind yeah. of shy around. Them well, and stuff. well it's, the best example of that is like for myself, I can get in front of a camera and I've done I've done the Paladin streams where we have 5,000 to 10,000 people in there at a time. I've had my own stream with Realm Royale you know, when we were averaging 100 to 200 people a night. But you put me in front of like a group of people for public speaking. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's, that's the same just, thing with me. Like, like if I get I'm, into like a, a Zoom call or something, yeah, like where I'm actually seeing the people that are watching, like and they're I just staring at you, the people that are watching. Yeah, I'm like, uh, uh, I, I yeah. love lamp. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's it's. It's one of those things for me. Like, I, also, I'm not a huge fan of crowds, which people find that hard to believe because me and my wife used to go to Disneyland when we first got married, like every single year. But I hate the crowds. And everyone's like, "Well, didn't you? I remember you telling a story one time. You used to always go to Disneyland." I'm like, "Yeah, I went during the week <laughs> when there's no, yeah, there's there nobody on a there. Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, there's Tuesday afternoon, and I knew it was going to be raining. Okay. <laughs> but like, like yeah, said, I, the same thing with TwitchCon. Though. That's why I like to hang out like outside the event, or I like to hang out like." On the side of like the last time I think the last time I saw you in person when we were there, we you caught us on the side of the main floor away from everybody. It's yeah. like I like to hang out in the outskirts. I don't like to be inside the crowd. I'm not I'm not a big crowd kind of guy. So it's like for me, all that all the extra collector extra curricular activities is what I like to do when I go to these conventions. It's so it's for me it's way more fun. Yeah, well, it's more fun and honestly, like from a streamer's perspective, TwitchCon's a little different because it's like all streamers um it, you know you got your community members there and stuff too but it's like primarily streamers but like at other conventions and stuff you know a lot more of your business gets done outside the convention too like can you connect with the game devs on the floor absolutely but you actually kind of like it's really talk and communicate with the game devs or product companies or other streamers or yeah, you know, all this outside like that's where like when it's not really feeling like work and you're just genuinely getting to talk to people it's oh. a completely different atmosphere. Like, Absolutely. So it's it's a lot better socially and it's a lot better professionally at most conventions to not even really just do whatever you want to do at the convention, but you're going to get a lot more done outside of it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. So what's your, what's your, what's your, your, are you still streaming on Twitch? Yeah. Yeah. I still stream on Twitch primarily. Um, I I've been, so I found a workaround to actually be able to live stream my game footage on TikTok now. Oh really? Um, yeah, from my PC. The app's kind of like fidgety right now. Eventually, they're going to actually roll this out to TikTok creators, like just to be able to do that in general from Streamlabs. Like Streamlabs OBS is going to have a spot for you to be able to um, to stream directly to TikTok from your PC, but it's not available to everybody yet. Um, so I, I actually I mostly stream on Twitch a couple of nights and a couple of mornings a week because that's when my wife's off work and that's where I'm kind of like trying to take it more seriously about schedule because that's like the primary platform right now. But like there'll be nights where I'll stream on YouTube or TikTok. just, but I'll stream whatever I want. Like if I even want to just goof around on apex and discord with some people and I want to just stream it for the fun of it, I'll do that on like say YouTube or TikTok. Um, I did, I was, my, my plan is to stream little misfortune on TikTok Cause that was the game that kind of got me the first big boost in following and viewership yeah. and i feel like you know it's like i mean little misfortune just makes sense to stream but like i said i was having issues with that app but yeah primarily it's still twitch um it's one of those like what do they call that stockholm syndrome yeah where i'm just like i feel like i'm trapped there even though it's like not the best because like youtube uh, youtube is harder to monetize on when it comes to like straight 
channel monetization because you have to be able to monetize. You have to get um, a thousand subscribers and four thousand public watch hours on videos. Yeah. And that's that's a pretty steep task to accomplish. But once you do get monetization, they have channel memberships, which are like your your subs, your, uh, stuff like subs that. on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you can actually set your own price on those anywhere from ninety nine cents up to a hundred dollars, and you take a seventy thirty split instead that, of fifty fifty. That right there is something I've wanted Twitch to implement for the longest time. Because imagine, so okay, people when they hit first hit affiliate on Twitch, they immediately think like I'm gonna get subs now, and they don't realize that like we, as a, I don't like saying smaller streamer or a whatever, growing streamer. as a growing streamer. That's a good way to put a growing streamer. When you first get subs and you have just like one or two community members, it's like, it's kind of in my mind, you know, as a content creator, it's kind of a lot to ask somebody to subscribe for $5. So imagine mm -hmm. being able to start off with like a dollar sub to get your one emote or whatever, rather than paying $5 and you only get one emote, right? Right. And so imagine being able to pick, like start off like a dollar, even though they're going to take like half of that, you're going to get 50 cents, but at least the the viewer or subscriber is... is it's a dollar. Let's start off with a dollar. And then like, if we start growing this community, we could raise it up to $2, $3, maybe if we get enough people in there, but like, it's nice to have that option or you create a second sub. That's the $5 one that gets a little extra or whatever, but a dollar it's it, just like I have. So for like this podcast, I have a patron. I keep wanting to say Patreon, but it's a patron and where people, it, just, it works just like Patreon, but I was able to choose any number of pledges, right? So I have like the main one, which is the $1 pledge and you just get access to the patron only episodes. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have like a $5 one where you, uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but then you have up to like $50, $50 pledges per month where if you want, like, you know, if you want to do $50, you get a t-shirt and then, uh, you know, your name on the podcast or whatever. And then we have like a crazy one where it's like, if someone's really crazy enough to do this, let's just throw it out there. I have like a $500 one, right? Where you get right. like a sweatshirt, t-shirt, you know, jersey with your name on it, this, this, that, you know, it's like, but it's like you, they gave us the option of whatever you want to reward people with if they're crazy enough to go this high. And they only need to do it for one month. So, like, that's something that would be great if, like, Twitch were to implement that where, like, you choose your own sub, you know, we're still going to take this percentage of whatever you choose, but this is what you can set it to, right? Yeah. That's like what even something as simple as shifting your your uh, your tier, like your tier one, two and three, you know, like like have those just be if you can set all of those to be whatever you wanted, then you can do like the dollar. You get this one emote, you know, you do 250. You can have three of the emotes. You do the tier three. You get, you know, all five emotes, but you only go from like a dollar to three dollars to five dollars or something like that's that, what you choose to do. And that's the whole thing with like Twitch is like, it, you know, you get like one extra emote for the ten dollar one. You get one extra emote for the twenty five dollar one. So I'm sorry if you're I mean, any yeah, again, any and any support, any support is amazing. And, and that's the one thing I always try and get across to me. But just like my biggest thing I always talk about is the time you spend in my stream is more valuable than any money you spend. Right. It's like oh, you're, you're, you, you can't get that back. Right. So it's, but mm -hmm. but like I'm sorry if someone's doing a tier three sub they should get more than just one little exclusive emote in my opinion and so it's like absolutely you're paying twenty five dollars a month so it's like you know even for me I think going from a five dollar to a ten dollar to a twenty five dollar is a huge freaking jump you know for it, what you get especially. yeah yeah for just for, you're you're paying an extra you know twenty dollars for one extra emote which isn't is never really like a super exclusive emote usually it's like just like, it's like one of your main emotes turn gold or whatever, 
you know yeah, or, or even like somebody like something along the lines of uh somebody just takes a throwaway emote and puts in there because most people know that people aren't going to tier two and tier yeah. three sub anyway well like well then you know think about it. during during my time on realm when i was getting 100 to 200 um viewers and we were i think my sub count got just under a thousand i've only hit a max ever of three tier three subs and usually someone with a tier three sub for like two months and then they see their bill and they go, I'm going back to a tier one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a very temporary thing. They, they do one thing now where it's like if you tier two or tier three sub, your sub badge gets like a, a star. Yeah, it gets a star on it. So there's a little bit of flair, a little bit of flex, which I agree. You should have some kind of a flex on that. You know, if you're actually if you're actually supporting the streamer that much and you like them that much, then, yes, you should be able to play you know be able to have a little flex on it uh, on it you know but it's why it's like there should be some kind of more you know i wish they were working on like an internal thing like a little more like a little more integration with the higher subs yeah like like the whole like you saw recently they announced they're bringing animated emotes right like partners yes at first and then yes. and then affiliates are getting it like why not make animated emotes strictly tier two and tier three subs? Now, granted, the answer is going to obviously be because then everybody would complain that oh, well, what about the tier one subs? Well, that's what you get your regular, your regular emotes for. But like, like make something like that where it's like maybe you do only get a couple of extra emotes or whatever, but they're it you know significantly cooler emotes because they're animated. And now they're doing, but now they're also like taking away how kind of like ex I don't know, like how special emotes can be by letting everybody have more because now you're getting follower emotes. I think yes. it, you, only, you only get like what, like one maybe or something, but and you can only use it in that channel. But still, it's like you're people love emotes. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like for these paid parts like the subs, the tier twos and tier threes, there needs to be a lot more involved than just one extra emote. Yeah, you should. Like, dude, my, my tier two emote is like this is how old my tier two emote is. It's a railroad sign with a heart on it. That's that old. tells you how old it is. Yeah, that, yeah, that's old. That's 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 from the original that's Iron Road Gaming old. Yeah, that's from the original original Iron Road Gaming, which I finally just I don't know if you know the guy personally. I just finally unfollowed him not long ago. Oh really? <laughs> I've been following yeah, him forever. He's a he. I mean, he's a buddy of mine, but he's like we we don't really do anything together anymore except for play Phasmo occasionally. All right, guys, so I'm actually going to end this podcast right here. Uh, we have a full other hour with RevSven. Uh, we get into a whole different topic. It's a great conversation. Uh, we get into like a more of a political conversation uh, because me and Rev are on very different, very different stances on certain different things, and we kind of talk about how we act towards each other even though we have these differences this is a great conversation make sure you guys find it on the next episode uh of with resfen it'll be posted on here make sure you guys check it out make sure you guys go follow him on social media follow myself as well if you guys aren't already thank you guys so much for listening stay safe stay blessed i love y'all peace